Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and welcome to the third installment of the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, your number one destination for high school hockey talk in our region. Let's change things up a bit for this episode by jumping right into the opening face-off. Today's topic, the pros and cons of co-op teams. And by my count, there are currently 10 co-ops playing in Section 1. On December 8, 2016, Mike Doherty posted a blog entry entitled Mergers Are Not Killing High School Hockey about the latest co-op team in Section 1, that being Brewster and Yorktown, a.k.a. Brewtown. And if you're not already following Mike, you need to start doing so immediately as nobody does it better, in my opinion. He can be found at Lowhud Hockey. There was some really spirited debate on Twitter after Mike's blog post was uploaded, so I thought this would be a great topic for the show. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs from Mike's article uh, and then give my own thoughts on co-op teams at the end. The article starts off by saying, Yorktown had only nine players with any kind of experience on the ice coming back this season. Brewster was left with an even dozen players after graduation, and those are the kind of numbers that end hockey programs. The idea to merge first came up last season during a conversation between Huskers coach Bob Fritchie and Bears coach Tom Andraccio about their respective futures. Eventually, the idea of a co-op gained the necessary support from the schools and from Section 1 officials. Getting kids on board was the next step. At first, me and many of the other Brewster guys were a little hesitant to be open-minded to the idea of merging, junior defenseman Connor Henderson said. After we had a few practices with the Yorktown guys, we started to realize that this merger had more pros than cons. The potential was obvious from the start, and that is exactly what so many folks associated with traditional powers hate about the co-ops. When two schools with some degree of past success come together, that strength in numbers often creates an instant contender. Mike's post also cites Clarkstown as an example of teams within the same district that merged during a time of austerity budgets, but now has a program capable of competing season to season against Section 1's best. And Mike's blog closes with the following statement. At the end of the day, these odd combinations keep the sport alive for kids who care about wearing school colors. Long-standing rivalries are replaced with new traditions. A number of non-competitive games are quickly replaced with more intriguing matchups. And I have to agree, that was evident when I witnessed Lakeland Panis and Brewtown mix it up on Friday, January 6th at BIA. There was, uh, it was one of the more exciting high school games I've watched all season. In all, 10 goals were scored with the game going to overtime and ending in a 5-5 tie. Now here's my take with respect to co-op teams. As someone who used to work in a district which lost its hockey team over 10 years ago, I think it's certainly a better option to forego history and tradition for the opportunity of giving kids a chance to play and hopefully growing the sport in the process. 
In fact, I work with a woman with a 13-year-old son who plays travel hockey, but also wants the experience of playing for his school, which is something we talked about last week, the thrill of playing high school hockey. Unfortunately, there's no school-based hockey program where they live, and supposedly their home district isn't interested in merging with the neighboring school district, which has a team. And that's you know what my coworker told me. Uh, this is a real shame as her kid is going to miss out on some lifelong memories of playing in front of classmates, friends, family, and his community. As with previous shows, I decided to throw a question out on Twitter asking for the pros and cons of co-op teams. And during this week's Dump and Chase, I will share your thoughts, comments, and responses. This is Michael Carducci, and you're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now back to the show. Now it's time for this week's Around the Rinks. With the holiday season a distant memory, there were a ton of games going on, including some big Section 1 matchups between heated rivals. Here are the results from all the games played beginning on Monday, January 9th through Sunday, January 15th. Lakeland Panis beat Nyack Tappan Z 5-2. Horace Greeley uh, defeated Rytown Harrison 5-3. Pearl River and Eastchester Tuckahoe Bronxville skated to a 3-3 tie in overtime. Rivertown beat Nyack Tappan Z 5-2. Suffern defeated Mayapak 4-0. John Jay beat Rye 4-3 in overtime. Mamaronek defeated Clarkstown 1-0. Stepanak beat Fordham Prep 6-1. St. Anthony's defeated Iona Prep 8-0. East Chester Tuckahoe Bronxville uh, beat Mamo B 4-2. St. Luke's skated past Harvey 2-1. Pelham defeated Scarsdale 8-2. Brewtown beat White Plains 6-3. New Rochelle skated, pack, uh, skated past Nyack Tappan Z 5-2. Mamaronek defeated Webster Schroeder 2-1 to secure Coach Chaparelli's 1,000th career win on his birthday. Uh, Suffern beat Mayapak 3-1. It was North Rockland over Pauling, 9-0. Mount Pleasant defeated Fox Lane, 4-2. Greeley beat Carmel, 7-2. Somers North Salem defeated Henhud Haldane, 4-2. Iona Prep skated to a 3-3 tie with Monsignor Farrell. Rye uh, Country Day School beat South Kent, 9-2. Fordham Prep beat St. Joseph's by the Sea, 8-1. It was Burnt Hills Boston Spa over Monroe Woodbury by a score of 8-1. Carmel over Henhud Haldane, 3-2. West Haven defeated Scarsdale 3-1. Mamaronek beat Brighton 3-2 in overtime. Byram Hills defeated Mount Pleasant by a score of 8-0. It was John Jay over Greeley 6-3. Chaminade beat Iona Prep 4-0. Mamaronek B defeated Fox Lane 8-4. New Rochelle skated to a 4-4 tie with Pearl River in overtime. Brewtown and Somers North Salem skated to a 3-3 tie in overtime. Byram Hills beat Mount Pleasant 5-0. John Jay defeated Fox Lane 5-1. Carmel beat Eastchester Tuckahoe Bronxville 3-2. Stepanak won by default over Holy Cross in a game which turned out to be a scrimmage as Holy Cross was short a goalie, so they borrowed Mike Spano. And in Hudson Valley High School Ice Hockey Association action, Cornwall defeated FDR 8-4. Arlington beat John Jay 4-1, Cornwall defeated Washingtonville 2-0, and FDR beat John Jay 4-2. You're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, and we'll be right back after this. Hey, 
Now it's time for the dump and chase. Earlier in the week, I asked for comments, thoughts, and feedback on Twitter regarding the pros and cons of playing for a co-op team. And here's what you all had to say. Vincent Spazianti said, Advantages are that you get to meet new kids and make more friends. A lot more fans come down to watch the games. Disadvantages are uh, is that there's not a lot of chemistry at first because not that many people know each other, but it definitely becomes better. Tim Cavanaugh said, I honestly can't think of any disadvantages, but I can tell you it's really cool to get to know so many more guys and create lifelong friendships with teammates that would have been rivals if the two schools were separated. Maybe the one disadvantage is getting chirped on Twitter. Brewtown Hockey said, advantage, more talent. Somers North Salem Hockey said, pros, bigger pool of students to choose from, and you have two or more towns supporting you. In my glory days, we would fill the bleachers at BIA with both North Salem and Somers students. This isn't the case for us now, but it usually makes it cheaper for the schools to split the costs, but North Salem players have to pay to play. The cons is that it's tougher to build chemistry, especially with younger players. Student fans may not react and support a team that isn't completely from their school. We've had this problem for about the past five years. We have little support from the student section. Rebels Hockey said, Advantages accessibility to better players and most definitely keeping hockey programs running in schools that don't have enough players to field a team. Disadvantages are very few, but one would definitely be a sense of camaraderie being absent due to other schools and new players that you've never played with. A lot of high school teams are composed of the same kids from kindergarten on up, so they know each other. It's hard playing for another high school at first, but after a while, it's all good. Rivertown Legends said, Disadvantage is that you only see the whole team at practice, but the advantage is that it creates a stronger bond. For me, it's playing against my good friends. We laugh before the game, and then it's business as usual. Hen Hut Hockey said, Disadvantage is chemistry at first. The kids have to learn how to play with each other. The advantage is that we get a good amount of players between the two schools to play on the team. Uh, the Nyack TZ Icehawks said, Advantage is that you can meet new people that you wouldn't talk to normally. A disadvantage is that you don't see everyone on your team like you would at one school. Jackson Schultz said, I think it's mostly an advantage because it allows players to experience varsity hockey who wouldn't have the chance. I play for a multi-school team in Rytown Harrison, and I wouldn't be able to play without having Blind Book, Harrison, and Rye combined to form Rytown Harrison. Dean Diamond, head coach for Housatonic Hockey, which is a D3 co-op team from Connecticut made up of three schools, Housatonic, Northwestern, and Wamago, or Wamogo, uh, said, The advantages of a co-op is that there are no cuts allowed. It gives the kids the chance to play for their high school when their high school doesn't offer the sport. It brings schools together that used to be rivals. It spreads friendship even amongst parents. It helps make programs more competitive and allows for programs that always struggle with numbers to continue on because sometimes all it takes is four or five kids. The disadvantages of a co-op is when schools use it to move up in divisions and force kids to play bantam by saying they will not get any playing time because they're concerned with being stronger. Sometimes schools keep their co-op, even when the numbers are too high, around 26 or 28 players, for the sole purpose of winning, even though kids don't get to dress for games or ever play. I've been coaching high school varsity for 14 years. As much as we coaches want to win, we must never lose sight of why kids are playing. 
They play because they love the game and want to have fun. Good coaches will find a way to get every player in. It's our job to teach, to make sure kids are learning and having fun, to understand the importance of being part of a team, and to feel that no matter what their role is, that they are important. Kieran Varga said some advantages would be you get to meet people that you wouldn't necessarily ever get to talk to. You get to learn other people's points of view, new experiences, and it's nice to go out from your peer group. The disadvantages are the attitudes aren't always the same and you don't always get to see your teammates during the school day. Ed Witz and I spoke over the phone this past week. He gave me a brief history lesson with respect to the rationale behind co-op teams. Ed has been coaching for 31 years and there were no co-op teams when he first started out. Initially, he said they were created in areas without hockey teams with the hopes of eventually growing two stronger separate hockey programs each with strong feeder systems out of the initial co-op team after a few years' time. But in this day and age of austerity budgets and schools not being able to field enough players for a team, some districts need co-ops now more than ever. He also gave the co-op coaches stick taps as there are inherent challenges whenever you talk about bringing athletes from two or more schools together. Ed, like most people I spoke to or interacted with on Twitter, felt the positives far outweigh any negatives associated with combining schools or programs. And lastly, Ed said, co-op is the right word because there has to be a lot of cooperation involved for the team to be successful. This is the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. This is Alex Herman. You're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, back to the show. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show. I am pleased to be joined by a member of Rytown Harrison's varsity hockey team, senior forward Jackson Schultz, and he's about to spend some time in the box. Thanks for calling in, Jackson. Thanks for having me, Travis. All right. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Favorite thing about playing high school hockey? It's got to be the atmosphere and the, uh, the excitement and the attention that it gets throughout the uh, Pre-game meal? Big bowl of pasta. Nice. Uh, do you have a pre-game routine? I always tape my stick while listening to music and looking out at the ice. Uh, biggest rival? Right. Uh, toughest rink to play in? Probably Sporto. Hmm. One thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a team road trip. Gotta be a laptop. Uh, biggest goon. Biggest goon, uh, Matt Malone. Best dressed player. Uh, either myself or uh, Chris McDonough. Who has the best flow? Best flow has got to be Joe Gucci. Biggest chirper. Uh, favorite tournament to play in? The White Plains Thanksgiving Day Tournament. Nice. That one's actually named after my cousin, so I, I love that answer. Um, it's a great one. Yeah. Um, most embarrassing on-ice moment? Uh, last year, I uh, scored a goal against Somers, and I wiped out on the celly. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. Who has the best celly? Probably Max Shelton. Uh, describe your team in five words or less. Uh, close-knit, skilled, fast, and aggressive. Thoughts on the season so far? Uh, we're playing pretty well. We just got to be able to make sure we can win those close games and uh, 
Okay, this is a question that I didn't send you ahead of time, but uh, forward depth really seems to be a staple for your team. But is there anything else that we should know about your squad? One thing that we're all uh, that we're all pretty big on is making sure that we put the team ahead of ourselves. You know, we uh, we give up the body when we got to block shots. We collapse the front of the net. We make sure that it's defense first, and then that leads to offense. And that's where our forward depth really comes into play because when you're able to play defensively well. You can get off the ice, get the next line back on, and they can go right into an offensive shift. I love it. Uh, favorite sport to play besides hockey? Uh, I play soccer also. Nice. Uh, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Uh, on my favorite team, which is the Rangers, it's got to be Kreider. My favorite player is James Ben. Love it. Hey, uh, Kreider was just named the NHL's second star of the week. So. I saw that. He had a pretty nice week for yeah. goal. Yeah, good stuff. We need more out of him. Um, favorite professional, you actually answered this already, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Pre- favorite professional hockey team? New York Rangers. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to wear the onesie to your event on the 21st or if I'm going to wear some of my new HV Pucks gear. But I know there's an event coming up on Saturday, January 21st. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Yeah, so we have our first ever Mayor's Cup. And what that is is, we are having an event throughout the whole day. It's going to start at 3 p.m. with a sled hockey game between the New York Rangers sled hockey team and the Connecticut Wolfpack sled hockey team. So that's going to be pretty cool to play land. Uh, and that's in support of the Wheelchair Sports Federation. So there's going to be Rangers alumni there. There's going to be a silent auction, chuck-a-puck raffles. And then there will be a modified game between the Rise Town modified team and the White Plains modified team. And then later that day at uh, 7.20, we're going to be playing against the White Plains varsity team. So it would be a great day, play land, great cause, and something really fun for everybody to come out today. Definitely sounds like a must-attend uh, must event. I'm definitely going to make it a point to be there. Um, Jackson, thank you so much for calling in, and best of luck to you and the team with the rest of the season. That was Rytown Harrison senior forward Jackson Schultz, and you're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show. I am pleased to be joined by senior forward Mike Galgano of the Pearl River Pirates, and he's about to spend some time in the box. Happy New Year, Mike. Happy New Year to you, Travis. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Good, good. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Favorite thing about playing high school hockey? Uh, Definitely being able to play with kids uh, from my own school and being able to play for the community. Uh, Pre-game meal. Uh, the night before, I like to eat pasta at our pasta parties, and then on the day of, I like to eat any sort of protein. Uh, do you have a pregame routine? Uh, I always like to have my headphones on me, um, to listen to music on the bus, and then when we get to the rink, I like to do at least 15 minutes worth of stretching. Uh, who's your biggest rival? Uh, I'd say Nyak Teasy. We play them at least twice every year. All right. uh, toughest rink to play in? Uh, the Palisades Mall, I don't know, I just don't like the ice, and I always find uh, myself playing a lot slower than normal. Hmm. One thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a team road trip? Uh, definitely my headphones, so I can just sit back, listen to music, and prepare for like the game. Favorite tournament to play in? Uh, Forever normally doesn't travel to t- like our playing tournaments, but every other year we go up to Albany. So I'd say our, like our two games up in Albany is definitely uh, my favorite. Nice. Who is the biggest goon on Pearl River's team? Uh, I'd say Donald Castle. Okay. Uh, best dressed player? 
would say myself. I'm the only one who really, you know, gets into dressing up and stuff. So definitely me. Nice. Uh, who has the best flow? Uh, Matthew Lotto, for sure. Uh, best Selly? Uh, Thomas Stapleton. Uh, biggest chirper? Uh, that goes to Donna Castle as well. So he is the goon and the chirper? That's right. Nice. Um, most embarrassing on ice moment? Um, once in a travel game, I was in the middle of a sally and I caught an edge and I fell. Yikes. Uh, describe your team in five words or less. Um, healthy now, so coming together. Uh, thoughts on Pearl River season so far? Um, I think we have, you know, we, we're, we had a pretty good start, you know, our first good half of the season for missing guys here and there. Um, but, you know, looking towards the second half, you know, we're going to be playing some higher level competition. So as we get healthy, it'll help us get, uh, you know, ready for the playoffs. Uh, you kind of alluded to this already, um, but I'm going to say I know that your team was battling the injury bug pretty much from the beginning of the season. So the, the latest on the overall health of the team? Um, well, we've yet to have a fully healthy uh, roster, okay. but uh, that should definitely change in the next week or so. Nice. Favorite sport to play besides hockey? Um, right now I'm only a one-sport athlete, but when I was younger I played soccer and baseball, but I picked soccer over baseball. Okay. Uh, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Um, that would have to go to Martin St. Louis. Uh, he's number 26, and I picked my number after him, so... Nice. As a Ranger fan, I definitely can appreciate that. Um, favorite professional hockey team? New York Rangers. Awesome, awesome. Somebody on your squad really likes the Devils because I see them retweeting a lot of stuff about the Devils, but that's okay. Uh, I think that would be – I think that's Matt Lotto. Oh, no, okay. Matt Lotto is uh, Islanders. Huh. Okay. I think Coach is a Devils guy. I don't know. Uh, we can still be friends. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks, Mike, and best of luck to you and the team with the rest of the season. That was Pearl River senior forward Mike Galgano, and you're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show. I am pleased to be joined by a member of Mount Pleasant's varsity hockey team, sophomore forward Vincent Spazianti, and he's about to spend some time in the box. Thanks for calling in, Vincent. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. You ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, here we go. Favorite thing about playing high school hockey? Uh, playing in front of all my friends. That's something you usually can't do for travel hockey, so it's different for high school. Uh, pre-game meal? Uh, I don't usually eat right before the game, but if I did, definitely chicken parmesan. job. Nice. Uh, pre-game routine? Uh, usually get to the rink an hour before First thing I do, get undressed, take my sticks, and then start my warm-up off ice. Uh, who's your biggest rival? I would say most likely the Rivertown Legends because they play, they're the only other team that plays the same rink as us. So when uh, we do play them, we usually get a big crowd, lots of fun. Yeah, I actually was at uh, Westchester Skating Academy a couple of weeks ago. I saw you take on, was it White Plains? Yeah, I think it was right. I think it was White Plains. Um, all right, toughest rink to play in? Definitely Murray's Ice Arena because of the fog that builds up in that arena. Okay, uh, I have not. I have yet to get to Murray's. That's hopefully one of the stops I'm going to make in 2017. Um, one thing you one thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a road trip. Definitely a bunch of rolls of clear tape. <laughs> 
Uh, favorite tournament to play in? We actually don't play in any tournaments, but if we did, I would like to play in one upstate. Okay. Um, who's the biggest goon on Mount Pleasant? Definitely Nick Zippo. Uh, best dressed player? Uh, Yuichi Watanabe. Uh, best flow? It's gotta be between either Spencer Rockmore or Henry Gardner. Best Selly? I gotta give that one to myself. Nice. Biggest chirper? Nick Tampo. Uh, most embarrassing on ice moment? Definitely the first game of the season. I told everyone to come to the game. The stands were packed. And the first shot, I took it warm up. I stabbed my stick right in half. Yikes. Uh, describe your team. <laughs> describe your team in five words or less. Um, always giving out best effort. Thoughts on the season so far? Um, well, we're having a rough time keeping the puck out of our net, but we're definitely scoring a lot of goals, and we're off to a tough, a tough start. But we can definitely bounce back. Uh, what's it like to play on a team made up of of players from several different schools? because uh, you get to make other friends and a couple kids that are from Briarcliff because I don't go there I actually played with when I was a kid so it's good to get back to playing with them and just having more people at the games from other schools nice Uh, favorite sport to play besides hockey Uh, baseball Uh, favorite professional hockey player past or present Uh, past I'd say Brian Leach and present Chris Kreider that's uh, the second second vote for Kreider we've gotten today. He was voted NHL's uh, second star of the week. He, he had a good week. Yeah, very well. So I'm going to assume that your favorite professional hockey team is the Rangers? Yeah, All right, awesome, awesome. Um, thanks, Vincent, and best of luck to you and the team with the rest of the season. That was Mount Pleasant's sophomore forward, Vincent Spazianti, and you're listening to the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast. As our third episode comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. Stick Taps go out to Carmel for hosting their first annual Carmel Hockey Fights Cancer Game on Friday, January 20th at Brewster Ice Arena. Carmel will take on Pauling with puck drop set for 4.40 p.m. The Rams will play in honor of Amanda Benaway, sister of senior forward Corey Benaway, as she lost her battle with cancer just this past offseason. The team will wear purple jerseys during the game in support of the event, and all proceeds from the evening will be donated to St. Jude's. Please come out and support the Rams as they raise funds for this important charity. I'll be there and hope to see you all there too. Stick Taps go out to Rytown Harrison as they host their inaugural Mayor's Cup Hockey Fundraiser game on Saturday, January 21st at Rye Playland. The Titans face off against the White Plains Tigers with puck drop set for 7.25 p.m. 
All proceeds from the evening will be donated to the Wheelchair Sports Federation. The night will feature a chance to meet New York Rangers alumni Adam Graves, a silent auction, Chuck-a-Puck, and other raffles. In addition, the New York Rangers sled hockey team will play a game against the Connecticut Wolfpack at 3 p.m., followed by a modified game between Rytown Harrison and White Plains before the varsity squads take to the ice. Sounds like a fun event for a really great cause. I'm going to be at Playland, and I hope to see you all there as well. Stick Taps go out to Rye Varsity Hockey as they kicked off their Hockey vs. Hunger initiative this past week. The team collected non-perishable food items at their home game versus John Jay, and will do the same at their next home game versus Pelham. All donations were delivered to the Carver Center. Stick Taps go out to Byram Hills captain Robert Lunder for amassing 150 uh, career points as a varsity player. Stick Taps go out to White Plains varsity hockey coach Howie Rubenstein, who chose not to cut any of the 28 players who tried out for the Tigers this season. Instead, he put the interests of the kids first, got creative, and made a taxi squad for practice. This way, everyone's a part of the team, and I'm sure this positive experience will leave a lasting impression on those young people. Stick Taps go out to Mike Doherty, a.k.a. at Low Hut Hockey, for hosting the first live chat of the 2016-17 season. It's always great to spend a few hours chatting with others in this region about the sport we all love with Mike as the moderator. And as I said earlier on the show, if you're not already following Mike, well, what are you waiting for? Stick Taps go out to coach Dean Diamond of Housatonic Co-op Varsity Hockey Team on earning his 100th win of his coaching career on Friday, January 13th against Chapog. Stick Taps go out to coach Mike Schiaparelli of Mamaroneck High School on earning his 1,000th career win of his coaching career on Friday, January 13th on his birthday against Webster Schroeder. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or hockey-related event or charity and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. That's it for the third episode of the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast, the premier destination for all things high school hockey related in our region. I'll be at different games every weekend for the rest of the season and during the playoffs too. So be on the lookout as you never know where you might run into me. Before I sign off, I want to thank my beautiful wife, Marisol, and my two daughters, Juliana and Kayla, for their never-ending love, support, patience, and understanding as I look to bring you the best show possible each and every week. I also have an announcement regarding a small change that I'm making to the In the Box segment of my show. After careful consideration, I have decided to no longer ask high school players who is the biggest goon on their team or who is known as the biggest chirper. While these questions were really meant to be funny and lighthearted, it could potentially put kids in a tough spot, and that's also not the type of message or environment I want to promote on this show. Official HV Pucks gear, made exclusively by my girl, Cheryl Marcus, a.k.a. Lady Von Fury, who can be found on Twitter, at Lady Von Fury. Uh, My gear is available for purchase. Send me a DM on Twitter if you're interested in getting your hands on a hat, hoodie, long-sleeve tee, sweatpants, or a short-sleeve tee. And if you're digging the music that you've heard on the show, check out the EP Broken Walls by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www 
FractureOfficial.com on the web. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.